with you, Cleve, me, and uh, Christian. Yeah, I, I chopped like, that. Like that became crap there, huh? Yeah, that became a bonus episode. Hey, but th- I feel like that was definitely needed between all four of us. It was a, it was it was a damn good time, especially just hanging out. Yeah, two hours. Yeah, this is one forty one. One forty one. Cause I named the I named the other one pre pre Christmas or something. I made it a bonus. <laughs> oh, yeah, cause I was saying I'm a pre Christmas all over you or some shit. Yeah, that ain't in there. <laughs> <laughs> that is not in there. <laughs> Why? You guys are good to go whenever we... Whenever yeah, press play, man. You good? Well, why is... Why, <laughs> why is, like, pre-Christmas taken out of the episode? Huh? Yeah, it just had to be. It had it to be done. It wasn't vulgar or anything, right? Yeah, it was extremely vulgar. It wasn't. And uh, it can't be that bad to where you have to... You, you didn't delete it, did you? No, no, no. I don't delete anything. I keep all, everything that I edit. We're gonna I keep get, the raw copies. We need an external just for just like stored content cause but see that's the great thing because when we do get canceled one day we just release the real raw content out there to make everybody really angry you know mm. what i'm saying Nah, they'll just like probably just quit being our friends All i think friends. that's the stuff we need, we should be releasing see that's what i said dude we can get a patreon a dollar subscriber dude anybody will subscribe a dollar bro do you have a dollar i can have right now i'll, I'll give you two bucks tell tell china to Sign on to get get a board. So you're gonna give me two dollars. Give you two dollars to, to start sign up to for the no to. I'll set it up, but I'm gonna give you the money to subscribe to it. Outside of being an administrator, that we that we will both get like extra views, just like one two. <laughs> Chime will be three, maybe Ali be four. We'll get Chuck a board. Hey Chuck, what's that under? <laughs> what's up, buddy? Welcome to Third Coast Podcast. We're back in the building. When I say building, only those know. <laughs> those who listen know, I guess you could say whatever. Well, well, if they're listening, they can definitely tell the quality change so what they know it? where uh, we're at. You know who it? we're uh, recording Del- with. Uh, Delaware, North and South Dakota, and uh, Wyoming? No. New, no, we got listeners in Wyoming. Oh. No, New Hampshire. Oh, New Hampshire. That's right. Yeah. I edited all that out, too, about us ranting about that on that episode. <laughs> yeah, that's probably for the best. Probably for the best. Because at one point, I really didn't make no sense at all. <laughs> but I had, but but it's in the raw. I got the raw copy, but, but it's listeners like it's don't really know. any legitimate reason we were, like, hating on, quote, unquote, you know? It was yeah. just, you know, trying to make clay spoon out of ingots. I know about Twelfth Night. Twelfth night. What's that mean? It's uh, officially the first day of carnival. It's Mardi Gras. Carnival. Mm-hmm. When is that? Today. Today. Right really? Now. Yeah. I've lived in Louisiana all these years and didn't know that. Be blessed, I guess. Yeah, they start like typically like Mardi Gras, which you would celebrate is like March first, but in New Orleans it's like a really long, drawn out event and it starts in January, twelfth night of January. So it's, uh, it's when the three wise men visited J.C., you know what I'm saying? Big J.C., shout out uh-huh. J.C. <laughs> Wait, today's the 12th? No, today's the 6th. So it starts the 12th? Or starts today? Yeah, today. Wow, okay. What's today? The 6th. Oh, wait. <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong about that. It starts Sunday then? Uh oh. 
I was unaware of this. I'm undead. I'm only yeah, as. I'm pretty sh- yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's today. My education only goes so far. So that means crawfish is on the horizon. King cakes. Oh, man, I love king yeah, cakes. Yeah, January 6th, it's 12th night. Well, what does that mean for Christians? It's when the wise men visited. JC. J- yeah. Yeah. Yeah, wise Mardi Gras. Carnival season always begins on January 6th, which is King's Day, Feast of the Epiphany. Dude, happy King's Day, guys. Mm-hmm. You guys Mardi Gras Fat Tuesday, however, is on a different day each year. But it's uh, uh, Carnival season always begins January 6th. Right on. So you can hit, you can hit uh, Christmas and then New Year, and then you can just right roll back. on into Mardi Gras if so you like, really want what, to. What are, you, what are you supposed to do today? Celebrate? Oh, man. I'm sorry, uh-huh. No, it's cool. Uh, what are you supposed to do today? Yeah. Um, people in New Orleans are um, starting the um, Joan of Arc. They're, uh, I'm pretty sure they start parading right now. Oh, wow. Uh-oh. You mm-hmm. know what that means? Beads and... This. No, bro. No. Don't say it. <laughs> it's too soon? Everybody knows where I was going <laughs> anyway, so it don't need to be said. <laughs> Well, that that right there to me is kind of like how... That's what Louisiana, you say when you're not from New Orleans. <laughs> yeah, it's like how people portray Louisiana on True Blood. Uh, we talk like this and all of us do. Well, yeah. Whoa, hold up. Hold, hold up. A lot up, of us do up. talk like that. However, you know, <laughs> it's a different accent. You know, get it right. Get it correct, kid. You know, read a book. Yeah. Damn, I want to fit in the town I like the most. Ain't that something? Nice. Everybody could fit in there. No, you would. You'd just take some little time. That's a little the, learning curve. That, that's the melting pot, <laughs> The bumps man. in the road. That's the melting pot, man. We all get together and make something incredible out of it. That's what, I don't know. Anytime I go there, I never want to leave. But Mardi Gras in New Orleans is different from here in, in the state, you know? Like yeah. interstate. Not interstate. Interstate. Inter. <laughs> Enter the, <laughs> the state, dude. <laughs> State of conscience. Rapid where do y'all? Where do y'all usually do Mardi Gras? Y'all do y'all? Did y'all go to Mamu? Did y'all go to Eunice? Did y'all just stay here in Oakdale? And younger, definitely. Uh, remember, I had my one time. My my, I think it was like my eighth birthday. Fell on Mardi Gras. Went to like the stuff in Alexandria, but as I got a little older, as a teenager and stuff, we started going to Mamu, a hell of a lot and stuff like that. And then, graduated as an adult. Started going further south. Uh, now like, I love going to Lafayette for any any reason at all. Lafayette Mardi Gras is fun. Yeah, it's it's, it's pretty great. It's all, it gets kind of crazy out there, but you know, I think I think like kind of like how this podcast started. Like a lot of people are uneducated on all of it, but especially I know for me myself for a fact that I don't know a lot about it. Mm-hmm. I don't know dick from jane you know what i'm saying about it whatever the fuck that means but i digress well yeah mine's about the same as mamu uh shit i went to uh, overland mardi gras a couple of times but that's about it i mean my my mardi gras is pretty generic and like what most americans picture mardi gras as that's pretty much me and what i've experienced it you know what i'm saying i live in the state not a lot of like, people I, celebrate it. I know? honestly have believed my whole life that during Mardi Gras in New Orleans, 
you you might not even be paying attention, but like flashing does happen for bees. It's got to because if it doesn't happen, what world do we live in, really, guys? Oh my goodness. You know, if that does not happen, that's like that one good thought that might get you through the day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But why does it have to be that? I don't. Plus, this is Charlie's like, dude. There's so much more to it than just tits, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. That's awesome. But yeah, and Jacoby's right. It's uh, it's a lot more to it, you know. Um, as far as the festival aspect, the costumes, the uh, the general uh, chaos, and um, you know, it's a good, it's a good time to be around, and uh, it lasts a long time. That's what I like about it, and uh, especially in New Orleans, long-lasting celebratory effects. Yeah. When you talk about like Mamou, like Mardi Gras, are you talking about like the city that throws on, or are you talking about like the the out the the parades with the horsebacks and they go down all the different roads and yeah, stuff, like that's, the, the that's chicken runs a, that's and all that. Run. Yeah, 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 the run and stuff. Yeah. yeah, I've I've been to that. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like where they chase the chickens and shit. Yeah, yeah, you ride a horse and stuff. But that's like the it's not. It, like I was like, what I said what I meant what I said earlier was just like a lot of people were just like. Oh, it's holiday. Let's get let's get plastered. Yeah. Well, um, back in the day, like as as far as like Eunice and Mamu and like the the country, as far as Mardi Gras goes, the reason why they have those runs is because before, and I might butcher this, but before like back in the day, it was all of the poor, more, the more poor people that would go and they would run Mardi Gras. But it was only the men. They wouldn't allow women to do the run, and uh, they still don't, as far as far as I know. Um, but it was the poor people would go around and basically robbing people that were rich. Um, <laughs> that's why they'd call it a chicken chase. They would come and steal your chickens and and like steal all of your livestock and things like that. And that's why they would like they'd be like board up the windows. The Mardi Gras coming, you know, like and uh, so that's why it was like it's now turned into a parade of of drunkenness, but and and you know chaos. A lot of shenanigans. Shenanigans. Yeah, a lot Shenanigan. of shenanigans. But uh, yeah, that's that's uh, as, as far as what I know and what I've heard about how the history of Mardi Gras and where it's come, like as far as Louisiana Mardi Gras. Is that where the masks are incorporated to, like, you know? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. They're like bandits. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah, it's the uprising. Mm-hmm. I bet you that was a cool time to live in. I mean, not being poor back Probably in the not. day, but being a part of that. I don't know. Like man. that, that, that. The, the initial bathrooms are pretty bad, bro. Sometimes you didn't shower for a long time. Yeah, everywhere is a cool town. Every time is a cool time if you make the best of it, I suppose. Yeah, there is that. I'm just like, dude, reality, man, what are their taxes like? You know, if you have a like, positive like, you have a positive outlook, everything, everywhere, every right. time is yeah, good Yeah, man, silver lining, spoons, who cares, man? It's all a tough time no matter what time your <laughs> timeline you're in. Ain't the, uh, since we're on Mardi Gras, ain't the thing with like a king cake with the baby inside? Like if you get the baby, you got to buy like the next king cake or whatever too? Ain't mm-hmm. that like a tradition? Yeah, I mean, I'll have to look that up. Is too. it, is it like kind of like I, if I give you fire, you give me fire back? It's just for luck and prosperity. Tradition dictates the finding the baby in your cake symbolizes luck, and the fire becomes the king or queen of the evening. Can you look up how many people have died from eating the baby? I was just thinking that too. Wow! Like sink. 
How would you even have a statistic of that? Like, I'm I just choked on a king cake, baby. Let me go um, put my name in a census. Oh, <laughs> I mean, don't they? They have the choking it. hazards. Oh, on like it? how many people have died from it, bro? Yeah. I, I well, guarantee you, I mean, like, less okay, than okay, a, okay, less okay, maybe, maybe hospitalized. Not, maybe yeah, either that or like the the. the oh no no no! Most I'm people in Louisiana you. just try to pass that. To be honest, bro. Yeah, like, yeah, I, I, I ain't buy that. I ain't buy that motherfucking cake. No, yeah, they, they are at Walmart. No, no, they just probably just try to pass it through the system instead of going to the hospital. You guys ever ate the penny when you were a kid? Huh? You guys ever ate a penny when you were a kid? Nuh-uh. I was so scared to do that and, like, eat gum. Because, like, some fucking cartoon ruined it for me. It's so just like, oh, you'll stay in your system for seven, seven years or some shit. Is that true? I'm going to look that up. What was the question? It's like the whole, like, uh, if gum stays inside your digestional tract for seven years. Did you ever hear that as a kid? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I was terrified. But you chewing gum, you have a natural like, instinct to like swallow sustenance and shit or whatever. So, I hate gum. Yeah, I don't really chew gum either. I'm yeah. a more of a mint guy. I hate like, like Altoids I, and shit. Yeah, apparently, it, it doesn't take seven years. You can you just poop this shit yeah, out. Within a few days. Right on. Okay, see... See, hey, that right. stomach acid, you know, melt anything. Definitely shouldn't do it all the time, though. What was the other thing? A penny? You'll have intestinal blockage. Yeah, did you ever eat a penny? Um, no. Yeah. But probably, dude, I don't know. Like, I, I can't recall about when I was an infant, but I thought about eating a penny. You know? Cool. You guys, never, you guys never thought about eating a penny? Oh, speaking of a penny, did you see in the news <laughs> where uh, uh, Lexus or... Whatever told a kid, it was on the BBC News, told a kid to stick a penny inside of an electrical socket. Yeah, but that news source is questionable. What, what happened? Huh? <laughs> I guess she didn't, but it was suggest because it was a it trend was a- or something. So that was the first thing it pulled Alexa up had in said, that AI. Like, uh, the, this this kid had, I, how old, like, maybe eight, ten? I guess or younger, younger than that. I think like six? like four or five. All right. Well, anyway, so there's this thing. You ask Alexa, hey, Alexa, give me a challenge for today, right? Or, or give me a task or it's like the challenge or, or whatever the hell. And it was like uh, plugging in your phone charger and putting a penny to it. To, they don't plug it in all the way, but leave the, the prongs exposed and then put a touch a penny to it. What? Was that it? No, it was just like the Alexis device told a kid to stick a penny in the outlet. Yeah, no, but in the article itself, it was like, don't plug it in all the way. Like, leave leave your phone charger a little hmm. bit exposed and touch the penny to the prongs. The fuck? I don't think it's true. Skynet. I hope, I hope Skynet. not. Skynet. That's Telling fucking you. Skynet, dude. I don't know Skynet. what you guys are talking about. Oh, dude, we're wait, in the wait. atmosphere. <laughs> Alexa being Skynet. you seen Terminator. Oh, okay, okay. okay. That's yeah, Skynet. Just, I, uh, yeah, I mean, I, if you think about it, Alexa is getting just better and better. They keep on developing it, so eventually it'll just be like the the most advanced AI. But I don't know. They probably have better AI than Alexa. On Alexis. Star Trek, they do. Well, yeah, but that, okay. <laughs> All right, you're a Trekkie now? No, bringing yeah. that Trekkie shit around here? I had just seen that literally two nights ago. I was hanging out with Dylan, and he was watching this shit, and I was like, oh, shit, this is what it does, What this is. What, Star Trek? Yeah, I've, I've never, like, you know, taken the time. What's their intro music? I am. Uh, Star Trek? Dun, 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 oh. Nope. 
Not no, here, that's no. how it starts. Nope. Nope. They just say nope all in the beginning. Nope. Do no wonder get, I ain't do y'all get this flagged show. for bringing up like for playing music during your? Uh, I don't. Uh, no, as long as it's around like fifteen seconds. But y'all don't. Y'all don't upload to YouTube though, do you? Uh uh-uh. uh no, not yet. We're still. Uh, I mean, we have a YouTube out there with two videos, but no, no we don't. We don't. Are we on those? But yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, even if you did the audio to YouTube, if you if you play, they have like copyright. I think it has to, to be. Like I don't think so. I think you have to, the, to have to distort the sound. What what it is at, is at long least to where it's in the background, or it's like you know, kind of like staticky or some shit, to where it's not just a stream of just the music, like a listen party or something. Speaking of listen party, so like that, uh, the uh, Wu Tang album, the uh, Once Upon a Time, uh, what's it called? It, it was like released in like 2016. They had only released one copy of it, and it had sold to some guy originally for like two million dollars, but he got indicted on some fucking money shit, so he's in fucking jail, and all his shit got like repossessed, and now the government had just resell like re- resold it to someone else. You guys ever heard about that? It's like Once Upon mm-hmm. a Time in uh, uh, Shaolin, I think it's what it is. No, no. They had only made it. It was, it was like uh, uh, it was to go against like uh, how music is portrayed nowadays. How uh, you know you can just make anything and sell it and make money and shit. No, not really that. I, I, I butchered that. <laughs> anyway, they had made just one one physical copy. Of this album, and and put it up, and it sold for lots of monies. Damn. Yeah. Shout out Wu Tang, dude. I'm sorry, dude. I'm fucking all over the place. I haven't done this in a while. I feel like two weeks. Happy New Year, by the way. <laughs> How was your New Year, guys? My New Year's good. Uh, my girlfriend had COVID. Oh, so, shy, shy. Uh, is she okay? Yeah, she's fine. But uh, we went chilled at the lake, and it was dope. Which lake? Toledo the, Bend. The lake. Toledo Bend. It's a reservoir. You doing any fishing out there? No, nah, man. I didn't even put a hook in the water. It was super low, but I think it's some government shit. Cause that's like it's a reservoir, so it's man-made. Yeah. And uh, they're doing something. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing, but they're doing something. And so it's really, really low. I don't know. I, I don't think you can catch too much. Doing. Who had uh, went scuba diving into the old town there. Really? Yeah. Oh, hold up. There's a town underwater. Yeah, it's a man-made lake, but there was a town that used to be there. At Toledo Bend? Yeah. Oh, well, I'm a- oblivious to that information. There was a, I mean, it's it basically takes up the entire uh, western half of the state. Um, so it's a huge spot. So yeah. they But they flooded a bunch of places. Yeah. So, you know, arguably there's, like, giant barns that were in churches and stuff with catfish the size of minivans and stuff like that. Under And, like, that lived down there. Would you go scuba diving down there? Um, I don't know. Wouldn't that be, Probably. ain't that muddy water? I think though? we should set that up. Yeah, it's super murky, but you, I mean, you can just see what's right in front of you, right, which right. is even spookier. <laughs> <laughs> A big-ass alligator come eat your ass in fucking Toledo Bend. They got some gators in Toledo? Oh yeah. Really? Oh yeah. Dude, I mean, Man. it takes up the entire, like I said, the half, like takes up the entire border of the we- like the western border of the state. So it's a huge, huge lake. Been a, I've been to the Texas side only once, and it was a, it was a pretty it was a literally right right over the the border of Louisiana, 
like a year and a half ago. Yeah. And damn good fishing, of course. Uh, it's just, yeah, like, it's it's a lot of water, bro. It's fucking huge. And I, you is, fish, Joe? Huh? A little fish? bit. A little bit? Bunch. I just drown worms, mainly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't really catch much. It's mainly, I go out just, uh, you know, if I do go fishing, I try to get the kids into fishing. They don't like it. It ain't a video game or a screen, but if I go out, I bring, like, go early as shit. Early as shit in the morning and bring one beer with me and sit out there for like three hours dude and do nothing just sit out there throw the hook i catch something cool if not do you, do you nurse the beer the whole time no i drink it in like the first like 10 minutes <laughs> <laughs> and then just enjoy the quiet afterwards it, yeah. it, it's nice hell yeah man I, I don't i don't do it as often as i used to but i do love i grew up fishing i'm i remember fucking you had to like we would go fishing to eat, you know. It's like, I spent all this money. Hope y'all catch something good because we're eating whatever we catch. And it'd be mainly like perch and catfish. Yeah, if you don't catch that, then you go hungry. I mean, there was bologna sandwiches. I mean, it wasn't like, <laughs> you know, nope, like nope. stalling or something. But it, Tell them kids, go catch something. <laughs> I hate I hate scaling fish. Dude. I don't know where what wormhole we're in, but I hate scaling fucking perch, dude. Yeah, you can staple the fin of that motherfucker to a tree or just hold it with the... With your foot on the ground, I hit a pressure washer to it, man. Oh, no, no, no. It's one of the spoons out the cabinet, and you're out there scraping the fish, and then you rinse it off with the water hose after you gut it. You can, like, grind off the ha- like most of the handle through some spoons, like a couple of spoons, or just and like make them real thin and put them in a drill, and you just... <laughs> fucking skin some fish quick, dude. <laughs> Don't be trying to play that off. Everybody heard that. Yeah, that's <laughs> dropping that's shit. An expensive phone. That's just <laughs> fuck. I don't. I don't spend money on phones no more. I just recently did. <laughs> Excuse me, but uh, I just recently did for the first time. I. I don't know, man. But our expensive and what other people spend on phones are different. Because if I go out and spend like hundred and fifty dollars on a cell phone, I yeah. think I'm buying the most top of the line Android. But people buy the new iPhones and they're like what thirteen, fourteen hundred dollars or something. I feel like TVs are getting cheaper and phones are getting more expensive. That's just me. You think TVs are getting cheaper? I don't think TVs are getting cheaper. Dude, I, remember I when think like they keep the, coming out with different Oh uh, yeah, there's that but like I remember when like the the first like, you know, L E D TV like the Vizios mm-hmm. and shit was like you know, a couple hundred bucks. Now you can buy like the TV, a different brand of the same size LCD smart TV for like, not even the same price. Like I don't but, know. Do you know what's always blowing my mind is that every time they come out with a new TV, you're just like, oh, it's it can't get any better than this. You know, like even when they had those huge automobiles is parked in your living room that are supposed to be a screen. Oh, like, you're talking about the old school big screen those TVs? Those big things. You're like, oh, like, you know, but like when those came out, when they came out with those, that was like, you couldn't, you didn't get no better. You, you had know? to sit directly in front of yeah, them to see them. The you couldn't side. look to the sides because the picture wouldn't look right. So, so that's like, what I'm saying. Like, and then, and then they came out with the ultra flat screens and then when that happened, it was like, oh, okay, well, they're, you know, surely they're not going to, and I think it's just going to keep happening to where it's basically going to be like, hey, let us come paint this thing on your wall and it'll be ultra high definition. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> you know, or something, like, something crazy like that. Have you ever put on an Oculus? 
No, yeah. I, uh, yeah. yeah. Dude, I have watching the Netflix last generation. is literally like sitting in a movie theater. Oh, yeah, that's kind of cool. It's, it's fucking wild. I never even thought about watching movies, too. And then we, yeah, I got to get one of those, man. I'm, dude, I mean, last night, like, uh, my buddy Dylan, shout out Doc Scott, you know, he's, he got his uh, eldest boy one, like, like, like the, the, the one, you know, and it's, I played the, the lightsaber game, you know, and it's, it's one of the best things that I've ever experienced. So me and Ali are convinced that, you know, like, oh yeah, we're going to get these things. So this podcast is not sponsored by Oculus. I just recommend <laughs> you getting one. No, they're really fun. cool, bro. My nephew has all the games that are like, push you off a building. Yeah, that's like shit. That. <laughs> that game costs like 15 bucks, dude. Freaking what? out. Well, so, so it pushes you off of a building? Uh, it makes free- you walk a plank and it's like, you're, you're you know, a hundred stories up and uh you free fall no yeah but like you're supposed to walk across the plank but then he comes he'll come and like push you like my nephew will push you so you so you fall and he's like full-blown panic attacking yeah you get fucked up <laughs> oh, and like fall on something or run into I'm, a wall or something oh i can't play nothing like i mean i got the the one from you know, the last generation for the playstation 4 and it's yeah. pretty cool you know but they have a boundary set I don't up. know, like, someone come and pushing me with that on, because, like, when I played the Star Wars Squadron game on it, it felt like you were really in the fucking TIE Fighter, dude. Yeah. It's like, pew, 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 and you're, like, just fucking flying around. Yeah, you can sit in a chair. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. So, I, but the, to pay $15 for someone to push me off of a plane? A lot of the games that's are tough. No, 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 this wasn't, this was, this is, like, one of the... Games that it comes with or something, you know, like yeah, there's a lot of a lot of a lot of like normal shit know. on there is kind of it's kind of pricey so, though. No, so he, so I'm just it, the point of the game is to walk across the plank. Like he pushed me and like made me fall off, oh, so it scared oh. the shit out of me. Did your guy fall and you were yeah. falling in the <laughs> yes. thing? Oh so man, like, yeah, no. you're, you're going down. <laughs> <laughs> so he like it was it was terrifying. Charlie don't condone. <laughs> oh man, I had a bad thought in my head. I do condone. I think it's really cool. That... Wait, so I should do that game? I don't know. Do whatever you want. I don't know. I don't think I want to do that game. I don't want to say the thought that came across my mind. Oh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, w- I, yeah. I wonder how this feels. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I get it? Oh it's, man, it's too... I do get it. And I want. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everybody. I don't say that out loud. You know. So. Talking about VR porn? Yes, sir. Oh. Getting in touch with you know yourself. the sales have jumped through the roof since they released that shit. You can watch like you you porn or whatever. Like, yeah, dude. I mean, basically, with the modern uh, sex toy industry focusing on male, um, uh, the male audience, and along with VR, you pretty much don't have to leave your house. <laughs> <laughs> You know, ever since like VR came out and the whole like oh VR porn. <laughs> say, no, no. say that again. VR porn. No, oh, say it closer. VR porn. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I remember Demolition Man with uh, Wesley Snipes and Sylvester Stallone and um, oh, what's her name? Uh, she's she's. Uh, Sama Hayek. No, Sandra Bullock. Oh. Uh-huh. You remember Demolition Man? Yeah. All right. Well, whenever she went to go fuck Sylvester Stallone right they put on a headset because like you know 
male male and female fornication was just like absurd and like gross and shit. So they just like eye fucked each other in their brains, wearing a face set goggle thing. You ever watch Demolition Man? Mm-mm. Oh, dude. Uh, I know what you're talking about. They're wearing an Oculus in there, man, and they're just you know it's like from the what the the nineties. 2000s, maybe. Well, since you're on that, I got a, a thing I want to bring up because it's been melting away in my head. Okay, so NASA has hired a whole bunch of people to find out how the world, not just the United States or whatever, the whole world will react to, like, an alien species, like, off-world, off whatever. And I've been bouncing around in my head. I wonder... If it's not necessarily a like a like not humanoid or like a godly like alien or like the green things people see, what happens if it's like like AI, like techno like there's an like a technology race that's purely alive through technology? Race. Yeah. Well, not like that would just it would just leave here. it would yeah. just leave more questions to be answered as far as who created this technology yeah. because. Technology, as far as we know, is man-made. So, yep. is it is it something from the future that we created in the past uh, that that has been uh, evolving in space? Uh, and would, if in that case, would you even call it alien? Um, I guess so because it's it's beyond our knowledge. Yeah, it's unknown. It's foreign um, to us. But who's to say there's not like a manuscript in English on <laughs> on this AI? Hey man, I've seen Asian aliens. But I don't know. Or what if it's like not humanoid? And what if it's like an, an existing like kind of like a creature? Like an algae can is is considered a living thing, so that could be an alien species, some type of purple algae. That's what I see it as. And like we bring it back to to Earth, and it starts taking over Earth, kind of like War of the Worlds. I thought War of Worlds was... Oh, la, 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 la. War of the Worlds was uh, like the little tripod things and it had old dude in it. Well, yeah, well, if I'm was, not mistaken though, it's that red, that like the red veins that kept going everywhere. Oh, all that yeah. was All that came out of that. So like they found it and I'm pretty sure, if I'm not mistaken, it was like that, that exactly, you know, some type of like... Fungus. A fungus, yeah. and then they brought it to Earth, and then all of a sudden it just starts taking over Earth, you know. But I could be completely wrong. Seems pretty good to I me. read that book. I have, like, a little... And well, there's two movies, right? There was a, the original and then a mm-hmm. remake with, with uh, Tommy Cruise, There was right? a book first. Yeah, but that was two movies, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tom Cruise. Both of them? It was really good. No, no, Tom Cruise did the new one. I'm not sure. Nice. And the other thought to add to that, if it ain't what I said earlier, what happens if it's like a virus, but the virus is like a live living entity? You know what I'm saying? Mm. Kind of like uh, Venom. In a sense, well, yeah. We're screwed, then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's going to be a virus that's going to be like, give us cool superpowers, that's for sure. I did you know it. what I'm saying? I don't know, it's just thoughts. I, I get alone at work and I, you know, just in the zone at work, and I'm like, hmm, this would be some good stuff to talk about on the podcast and not in my head. <laughs> If it is something like that, then it could be something that would enhance us. Uh, say, that, all right, if it's an unknown alien virus that either kills us all or enhances our immune system so much that we don't get sick anymore from any earthly uh, viruses. I think that would be hysteria. 
and either way, of course, there'll be like one of two things, good and bad reaction with the, the public of humanity. Um, I would hope that everybody came, came, came about it in an academic matter, like, you know, like, oh, hey, let's learn from this, let's, let's, you know, let's... No, it would be, be totally World War Three. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's just, like, my, my highest hope of the scenario. I, I do, I do hope for the best for people. Well, that's They're, nice of you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, bud. I think about it every day. I just, I just want you to be a good person, man. I want you to be a good person. I try to be a good person, but sometimes I just come out to be a fucking asshole, and I don't, I, I digress. So, I'm sorry. I apologize, everybody. <laughs> that was well. <laughs> the end. <laughs> Goodbye, <laughs> listeners. No, uh, that's where Kobai used to be, man. That's the guy. What? Nobody liked Kobai. Everybody likes you, Kobai. Yeah, you're a good I guy. I don't man. like you. Nah, Kobai. Well, now nah, Kobai has like a whole like a. Uh, Stigma behind him, like, oh, that's the guy. Whenever oh, I get fucked up, well, I like you, Jacoby. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, I appreciate you, Yosep. So, so you, well, what? Koba. Yeah. Don't look up. I instantly looked. I looked at that hole. So, I instantly looked up. So you didn't. You didn't watch the movie. I know Chuck did. Would I you did. like to hear? Huh? Yeah. Like, what I is? Did. What is? What is this? Is this? This is new, right? Yeah, it's a new movie out on Netflix. Who's the uh, lead role? Uh, the Leon, the chick, Leo, bro. Oh, Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. Ooh, she's pretty. They got a bunch of cameos in the movie. But uh, but it's a, it's a horror film, right? No, it's a it's a sci-fi horror <laughs> comedy. Yeah, it's definitely a comedy horror. disaster. I like it. Okay. Uh, basically, there's like an asteroid. Don't That's, give it away, man. Oh, That's such, such oh, a new film. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, <laughs> or just give it away. Spoiler alert. If you want to watch this movie, don't listen to the next. Uh, Skip ahead. Uh, uh, five minutes. You have five minutes to talk about I'm this. not going like, to describe it, but I'm just going right, to break down that I exactly believe that if that was a real situation, that's exactly how the U.S. government or the world would act. Talk about it just like that. Very vague. You know what I'm saying? Uh, That's right. exactly how it would let's happen. Ta- all right. Instead Very of that vague, one, I'm, let's I'm talk. Listening. It's like a it's like an updated version of Idiocracy. Do you know about that movie? I love that movie. Okay. Yeah. It's like another version of Idiocracy. I like that. Instead of giving away spoilers, you talk yeah, about that movie. Yeah, that is true. Basically like, Super yeah. vague. You know, and I, uh, shout out Mr. Fish. I told him to go watch the movie. And he, first thing, he came up and told me the movie sucked. And did I ever see Idiocracy before? Oh, and I was like, wow. yeah. But I never put two and two together until Chuck just said that. Because that's literally what it's describing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's basically like a different version of a remake of that movie. In yeah, a sense. Well, I mean, but it's still comedy. It's, though, it's more of right? like, all right, so Idiocracy is based on him going into the future and seeing how, how, how messed up society has gotten us so far into the future and how, how, how basically dumbed down everything is. Whereas this one takes place in the future and the world's ending and like everything is dumbed down too. And it's like a, a satirical exaggerated version of, of of dystopian of no of of how ridiculous everything is with media and 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 what people want to pay attention to in, instead of looking what's actually wrong with with the society. Oh, that sounds awesome. Yeah, it is really good. Yeah, that sounds great. You know what's funny about that too is that NASA in what was it November or sep no they launched the DART mission in November 
for asteroid diversion mission that's supposed to hit this asteroid in September. And it's taking pictures along the way. Is that fucking Space Force, dude? No, it's uh, NASA and actually Elon Musk that is doing it. I have a screenshot of it somewhere. I'm glad you take notes. I do the same. I have a Here. bunch of notes about uh, Betty White. I'm going to take a leak. You know, I'm gonna Dude. A drink okay, so they have this, uh, I guess you would call like, uh, I'm jacking this up, this spacecraft armed to like go nudge this asteroid out the way. But it's already traveled like 2 million miles and it's still got to go. It ain't going to hit it till September. And like our spacecraft is traveling 2 million yeah. miles to get there? Yeah. Why, why can't they just do it whenever it's like a million miles? Well, it's because it's going to be too close. What do you mean? A million miles Okay, away? it. Okay, so the, it's been traveling for about 2 months now, right? And it's only got 2 million miles away from Earth. Which is described as very close, uh, astronomically speaking. Meaning, to us, 2 million miles seems like away. You know, like super distant. But when you're starting to talk about like space and stuff, yeah. that ain't shit. Because like, it's moving so fast. Because and... you're moving towards it and it's moving towards you. Right. Alright, so it... in too much time, the distance is traveled. Yeah, it's traveling. Oh, hold up. That, see, that's the type of shit that's fucking scary. Look at this picture. This... That's what it took out there. Y'all can't see it. It looks like a whole bunch of stars and stuff, but this is one of the pictures from... It's two million miles into space, and that's all it sees is black and stars. Just black and stars. Blackened but, stars. But, uh... Ooh, I feel you, baby. You, you feel cold from here, dude. <laughs> but it's just weird. You know, most of the world's focused on trying to conquer it, but, you know, NASA's out there, you know... Because you got like, Amazon and stuff trying to go to the moon, and they're sending people <laughs> little little jump jumps things over into the atmosphere and falling back down into space. But That's, you talk about Bezos and Shatner, we, aren't you? It it makes no sense that like an asteroid impact. If you just look at the real basic facts, like if dinosaurs really did exist, some people don't believe in whatever you believe in. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't care. But like a big ass asteroid has hit the Earth. And fucked it up before. Oh, yeah. That's a logical threat they have that, 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 that people should be focused glass. on. What, what kind of glass is it? They find it. In, they found it in like uh, Siberia. They found it in Africa. It's like whenever it's like uh, whenever the the atomic bombs had gone off. You know, there's so much high heat, it would like melt the earth and create this fucking like super super glass. Where the fuck? <laughs> you know, forgive me for not knowing what it's called, but. Yeah, there's been plenty of asteroid impacts to where they find this glass, and it's from like ranging for for thousands of years. It's they spent three hundred and thirty million dollars for this test run. At this, this is a test run. Why are they? Every, every everything has a cause and effect, you know. Yeah. If you're going to spend three hundred thirty million dollars to try to nudge an asteroid out the way. That means they've went far enough and found something to scare them enough where they're testing it out. And they do not and they're about to dump trillions of dollars into oh, NASA right now. They're I about to drop trillion dollars. And we're not the only we're not the only country. Uh China is trying to make one of the longest uh rockets 
<laughs> of course they are. You, uh, but you know the last and what? Wow. You know, and I, you know, I don't mind the Chin, the distant Chinese <laughs> communist country. I don't mind the Chinese either, dude. Like, I know that that sounds southern as hell, but I know what you mean. But how do you know they're not just trying to make the um make this technology just in case it it does happen? I mean, I, I that's it's Armageddon, dude. Yeah, I the mean, movie. Bush I'm really. with you. I'm with you. I think you know if they. Uh, it just seems super suspicious. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, so you're saying we're we're doomed? No. I mean, I lived Maybe a good life. I mean, it sucks <laughs> for my kids, but I mean, I I lived a pretty eventful uh, life I, I, at I 32. Yeah, but if a, a big enough asteroid it hits and it hits to destroy the Earth, what am I going to do about it? Hey, at least they have that black box in Australia. What? Black box oh, in black, Australia. Black box. Sorry, you're recording black everything box. right now. Black box in Australia. Blue, blue. <laughs> Was it great? Great buffalo. Great buffalo. But yeah, they have a black box uh, on like this plateau in Australia. That's like a, it's kind of like a what is it like a not like time capsule, but they're like uh, keep putting data in it, and like so they say they say it's impenetrable. But like, all right, so it's there for the future people, like just in case. How the fuck they're gonna get into it? You know what I'm saying? If it's indestructible. People gonna don't think we're it? crazy on this podcast. No, they probably already do, man. I digress. Anyway, doom and gloom speaking, bro. What? Dude. Everybody likes doom and gloom. I'm so happy with that we have the technology to pursue these things for a potential fucking astronomical threat. You know what I'm saying? But I, I can go both sides of the fence. You know, the grass is grass on both sides, man. Fucking prevent it. Let it be. I can give a fucking shit. Please prevent it, you know. That'd be dope, but, you know, if you can't, hey, man, it's part of the plan. You remember how I brought up earlier about Alexa and the penny situation? Yeah, I was talking about eating pennies and pooping them out. This black box thing is really interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about it uh, a couple weeks ago. Really? Yeah. yeah. You didn't know about it? Mm-mm. Yeah, dude. Read up on it. If the worst does happen, just because the power grids go down, this thing will still be there still be there and it's like on top of like a granite plateau or some shit like that or whatever what about the vaults in like uh antarctica and stuff well they have well they have seed vaults in norway is it norway they have seed vaults somewhere that store all like the world seeds just in case so basically this is the monolith from 2001 yeah Yeah. we're uh, making it it was uh yeah i i don't know i thought it was kind of cool but like we had talked about on a previous uh, episode like Charlie, Charlie, be into this. Okay, so like, if why is it that civilization before us had recorded in stone like, with hieroglyphs and messages and shit like that? Because they were so terrified of a natural disaster occurring, what still held not parchment, not paper, stone, mm-hmm. and so not, and, but that's all they had until like you know, of course, there's metal. Now, we had talked about like oh, metal books or stone books, like a tablet, like Rosetta Stone. We talked about all this. Why don't we create something like this? And then this article popped up. Mm-hmm. So do you think that like in the future, the best for something to like, like the best preservation is something that can't literally be destroyed. Yeah. I mean, that essentially or that's should what we rely two, on technology. I think that's like a digital technology. Essentially what 2001, um, is kind of based on, uh, and arguably the reason why we have evolved as humans because this mysterious black monolith appeared on the earth at a certain time and basically downloaded 
like once you know once primitive ape touched it it downloaded a spark of, of the evolution that created him that made him start using tools and and communicating with his with his fellow ape and um so arguably that is what it is so if you think about it um however long much longer we have on this earth um they could program this thing to do the same thing just appear at a certain time when the earth needs it most but like to to upload information all right let me throw this at you what if there is an astral like an astral impact that wipes off let's say literally 70 percent of all living life on this earth right okay and that's all we got how do you think survivors could and would interpret that well depending on what it looks like it might just be you go up to it and it's got a usb port that you just go all right well if <laughs> you don't all, have if anything all, yeah, 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 yeah. you don't have out. any of that so, um i i would just hope that um it would basically be the same thing bro if you ever seen 2001 it's just a bunch of uh just a bunch of monkeys dancing around this thing and that's probably what we would be until we figured it out what it was hey, space odyssey mm-hmm. yeah 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 i don't know it's just it's like I don't no mean to pry on doom and gloom. It's just something to like conceptualize. Like, all right, what if and what would would you do? You know, like, what is your best effort? Oh, if all like, we we can't wholeheartedly rely on digital, you know, like archiving because mm-hmm. it's it's to me it's not fully realistic now. Currently, modernly, yes, it is realistic. However, in like a disaster. What what still lies, structural something in fucking in stone something a monolith you know what I'm saying. That's that's just okay. Well, it right. says I'm impatient for the apocalypse. What? Oh wait, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds terrible. <laughs> that's tough. I don't know. It's just like I don't I don't I never want the end, but if there is an end, what would like? What is there to do afterwards? How do you start rebuilding? What, yeah, what what's that saying? The captain slept uh, slept soundly in his sleep as he died, while everybody else screamed in terror. Never heard that. Yeah, that's a, that's morbid, a real statement. That's morbid as fuck, but kind of you know it's relative to what we're talking about. That's real as shit. The captain sleeps soundly as the others what uh, scream in terror. Screaming terror. It's um, very poetic. This is cool. So it says, uh, so those who have discovered the black box. Oh, wait, wait. So let's say we go full Mad Max. Climate change causes crops to fail year on year. Ocean food webs collapse. It becomes impossible to feed 8, 9, 10 billion people. Hundreds of millions are displaced by rising seas. Economies shrink. And society as we know it goes over the falls. Those who have discovered the black box, now the color of rust its solar panels long since dead have got no frame of reference for what they find inside or how to decipher it. So now what? That's a question that we're still working on ourselves. <laughs> All right, guys. It's impossible to anticipate who or what will find it, but it can be assumed that it will not be of any use unless it is discovered by someone or something with the capability of understanding and interpreting basic symbolism. Gaining access to the box interior through its three-inch thick steel casing will already require some in- ingenuity. <laughs> The developers presume whoever is capable of that will also be 
able to interpret basic symbols like the Rosetta Stone, we wouldn't look to use multiple formats of encoding, they said. We are exploring the possibility of including an electronic reader that stays within the box and within will be activated upon exposure to sunlight. Also, reactivating the box and it's entered a long-term dormant state as a result of c catastrophe. It's kind of like uh, what when did they send it in like the uh, the 80s? They sent that gold record on a satellite into space that had like a, a song on it and it had like a numeric and alphabetic translation to it. And it had some other like mathematics on there. It's like, oh, if there is any intelligent life, what is real? Oh, math is real, of course. You mm -hmm. know, there's the, the uh, sound and song of you know all. all if even even the theory is alive within you know like basically what from what it looks like on this is they're basically trying to build an indestructible computer. Um, yeah, it basically, keeps, uh, it, data. Like, like, yeah, Encarta Infinity, <laughs> if, if you will. They're gonna, make, they're gonna make a fucking. They're gonna make a movie about that, dude. But it's gonna be. Yeah, and so they're saying that we're trying to include an electronic reader, so they're gonna put a screen on it that yeah. that it'll be, it'll be like, if it's Mad Max, it'll be like the electronic god. Well, you that, put the, and the and the 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 most barbaric people will be protecting it, like they have all the knowledge. Well, see, that, that makes me think of like, uh, uh, what is it? A uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Mm -hmm. you no, know, old boy seeks for like the ultimate question. And when he gets there, it's like, oh, it's it's not even there. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, so all, so what is it? Well, ultimately, like you said, do as you will and as you want until that's it. <laughs> that's crazy, bro. It's a good thing to talk about, though. Like you know, some people it's look fun. at I enjoy some, it. some people get like super, super biblical or super spiritual with it. I mean, it's all in like just it's it's all like relative to like living and stuff. Like it's it is a good question to ask. Like oh, like oh, zombies? No, not zombies. Actual be so like sick though, dude. I'm ready dystopian. for the zombie apocalypse. Dude, they have, they have zombie games. I'm not ready, but the Oculus. And I you, think that'd be cool. I'd be cool to get eaten by a zombie, bro. <laughs> What about zombie asteroids? All right. <laughs> let me throw Just it. asteroids with zombies on. Let me let me ask this real quick before I take a, a little break here. All right, so let's say you get bit, Joe. All right. All right. Would you want me to shoot you when you turn? I don't care. Or me just get the as far away as from you as possible, and just let you just be zombie Joe. No, dude. We would tie Joe up in his shed, and we would still do the podcast. He would just be. <laughs> he would just. We just have like Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, we just have his neck tied up. And He's like, would, what do you think about that, Joe? He, he, tries, <laughs> he tries to bite us. I'm like, no, Joe. Damn it, Joe. We're just sitting like six feet away from him, like plexiglass and shit. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fun. That'd be fun. Yeah, like Shaun of the Dead when he's playing PlayStation with him. That's so awesome. Well, I, you know, that's nice that y'all would take the time and, you know, almost sacrifice yourself to, t to chain me up in the shed. Yeah, dude. Because you possibly could be bit by me. BFF for life. But I, I wouldn't live forever, though, out there. So. Yeah, you would. Zombies, you can starve zombies. Yeah, but you'd be you would decay eventually. Yeah, I guess so. We'd probably have to feed feed like uh, like we'd probably have to slaughter a cow, 
And then um, we'd we'd eat we'd eat the cow half of it and then give you the other half. Uh, or while Jacoby's gone, we'd probably give you Jacoby. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Col- Colby, just no. Joe's chained up. He's fine. Just go sit in the shed. <laughs> <laughs> no, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> then you have me and Colby <laughs> on the bar. So what y'all? <laughs> Colby's like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I really wouldn't. You know, probably probably the same amount of listeners. Hey, hey, look, Colby, you you you've been turned into a zombie. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. And this is the zombie. <laughs> You're on, a zombie, and I'm a zombie on the podcast. <laughs> oh, Chinese government. Oh. <laughs> Jeff Bezos. Oh, Dodge coin. Oh. <laughs> this has gone on long enough. Oh, yeah, yeah. Being a zombie <laughs> just seems terrible. Like I, I it love can to get really pretty redundant. <laughs> like, yeah, how, how does it I seem love, terrible? I love, to, I love to eat, you know. But also, there's got to be a point in time like this. Pretty excessive. Now it's an addiction. You need to control yourself. Now you need counseling, someone to talk to. But you can't talk to nobody because you're not. Let me really. ask you this: What type of zombie would you want to be? Like the fast. Like twenty eight days yeah, later, fucking days rabbit zombie, shit, or like the, or like the, um, the, um, what is it? Dumb um, and slow, but still like there. Yeah, they're like really slow and like, yeah. What would you rather be? Uh, Not uh, a living dead zombie. Uh, Ooh. Oh no, I would like to be the zombie in uh, what's that fucking movie? Oh shit, I can't even think. Where they're still doing like their job and shit, but they're still <laughs> a zombie, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's the zombie I want to be. Oh, what is like, that movie? Like, 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 oh. like they're sick or something. Just like, oh. I love zombie movies. Yeah, me too. Such never... more, because at least in a zombie movie, you have a chance. You know what I'm saying? Asteroid impact, destroy the world. Not much chance. But in zombie yeah. movie, you might get lucky, not get bit, might have enough supplies, might see some terrible stuff, Y'all but you still fun. live. I still say, like, you can have fun, bro. Like, I would go get a dirt bike and, like, just hit the country. Because you don't feel shit. Oh, if you lose an arm, huh, it's just an arm. No, I'm talking about, <laughs> I'm talking about if I was still alive during oh, the zombie apocalypse. Like, no. You're riding a dirt bike. A uh, dirt bike zombie. They're revolving. I pictured Chuck as a zombie riding a motorbike. And he was like, oh, fuck. Because everything you do is just like nonchalant. It's like, you know, if you land fucked up, you fall over, lose an arm. like, that's all I pictured. I'm sorry. You know you want to say it. I digress. <laughs> so, off off of everything, uh, shout out uh, to all the listeners and check us out on all major streaming platforms, 5000w's.thirdcoastpodcast.com and I want to Get a quick moment of silence for uh, two legends. Two big shout-outs. Two uh, gigantic, phenomenal shout-outs. We start out with John Madden. Fuck that's yeah. recently passed. Man, I, How old was he? I don't know. He's fucking old. But uh, <laughs> shout-out to John Madden for what he done. And Super Bowl coach for the Raiders. He was a football player and then an announcer. Uh, very... Uh, he can only do it his way. Right. And, uh, shit, the video games, I love, I can't tell you how many hours I spent, uh, shout out Terrence, 
uh, playing with Terrence on the game, and Terrence beating me all the time, but just, it was a way to connect with, you know, your friends and play with your teams against rival teams, and he helped make that for a lot of people, and then all the joy and stuff, so shout out. 85, that's a, that's a trophy in its own right, man. I hope, then, I hope I live to be at least 85. And then the one, the only, Betty White. Dude. That That's tough, Beth. I remember Golden Girls do, like, I, I watched Golden Girls with Beth, and they tackled, like, a whole bunch of stuff that people didn't want to talk about back in the day. And they, she was pioneering stuff, from what so, I knew of her. Dude, she was a super trooper. You know she was in over 100... Uh, 153 films. She was a, a a World War II nurse too. Yep, super super big fucking uh, animal activist, yep. animal lover. She de- uh, she like uh, declined a a role. I don't know if she declined a role or she got switched role or some shit like that or she got off the project because it was a <clears throat> some movie with uh, Jack Nicholson and he just so happened in the script had to like push a dog down like a pantry shoot for clothes or something and she was like that's just cruel blah 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 but yeah man like she's she uh her first uh acting gig whenever she was a 17 i didn't know that and she don't even remember the the name of the show <laughs> i don't believe but she was what 99 99 her birthday was like coming up too right yeah it was so crazy that she uh she went like when we heard she passed on new year's it was like it was like expected, I mean, expected but unexpected because, like, she's 99. Of course, she's going to pass, but, like, all of a sudden, it was like New Year's, and I don't know, it was crazy. Yeah, her birthday is, like, like next week or something like that, maybe. There, uh, or, yeah. She was going to celebrate her 100th 17th. birthday. 17th, we we yeah. talked about that on one of the uh, previous podcasts. We always talk about Baby Michael. I, I at least do, because, dude, she was a fucking hottie when she was younger, dude. <laughs> you did always say that. Dude, she was a fucking fox, bro. <laughs> she really was. Yeah, shit. That was, hey, I cook eggs for her, you know what I'm saying? Like, any any day of the week. More than cook eggs for her, right? Dude, fucking how you like your eggs fried or fertilized. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I'm going uh, to log that down in my mental thing, how you like your eggs. No, that's uh, that's Cleveland's. I can't take okay. credit for that. That's Cleveland's. Uh, shout out, Cleveland. Shout out, Cleveland. Yeah. Shout out, uh, Colmaine on the last episode. Uh, check out episode 140, Freestyle, featuring Colmaine and Cleve. What up, Kay? Miss you and love you, brother. It was a, it was an interesting episode. Yeah, the quality ain't great. Don't care what y'all think, but anyway. Freestyling. Uh, Somebody freestyle. I, I Cleveland freestyle. Yeah, Cleveland freestyle. Comain freestyled, and Cake then freestyle. I, I I actually <laughs> held probably like a five six bar. There you go. Freestar, hey. uh, freestyle, dude. Freestar, freestyle. Two bars. Me and Joe, <laughs> we're like aspiring rhymers. We we want nothing more in life than to rhyme fluently. And I suck bad. And we're not that good. I'm a good writer, of course. I can I can write a rhyme. But of course, yourself pat, pat, pat yourself on the back. Yeah, there. freestyle is not that good. Yeah, it's a, it's a whole <laughs> art in itself. Oh yeah, man. Like like if dude, it, it, that is uh, maybe that's so why we're we're so why. Why we're so much into like rap and hip hop is just because like we're not good at it, <laughs> and, we, and like we appreciate it so much, you know. And shout out the last episode we done at the hardwood with Chuck, which was what was it, corduroy? Oh, How do you God. say it? Car- Cor- I had Cordu- uh, corduroy cover all cargo shorts. Yeah, that's it. 
Nah, man. Always, always glad to have you on, Charlie. Yeah, man. It's always good to be on, bro. Part of the fucking part of the fam, fam, dude. Like you know, we've always been pretty thick as thieves through here. So I enjoy it every time we get to come through. Yeah, man. Shit, yeah, dude. Anything else y'all want to bring up this week? Uh I know we're probably all over the spectrum in the world. I know Lafayette been going hard in the news, but uh, we ain't got to talk about all that. Lafayette, you don't need to calm down. Man, hope y'all been going hard in the Dude, news. Dude, what was if up you, with that fucking car here. chase, bro? Dude, it wasn't a car chase. Someone drove a moped, like a high-speed chase on like one of those moped-slash-motorcycle things. Nice. From Woodsworth. All the way through the end of Oakdale till they called him like on the outside of Oakdale Overland, man. Hell yeah, dude. Big shout out that guy, man. <laughs> I seen someone getting arrested uh, in the church parking lot. Hey. Getting his car towed and they're talking to him, cuffing him up. I'm like, man, sucks. Well, going to the house. <laughs> dude, if, if I were to get arrested on church parking lot, I'd just say I'm here for JC. You know, I'm here for me and one other person. You can't stop me. Uh-oh. Even if I'm doing wrong. <laughs> At least I chose a church parking lot and not the Walmart parking lot. All right. Bad yeah, joke. Be like, they, got, they got Jesus in jail, bro. Dude, Jesus is everywhere. He's he's behind the couch. He's in your pocket. No, what, what were you saying earlier, JC? JC, son. <laughs> JC. My what? My dude. Uh, Iceman in Baton Rouge, January 14th. Oh, yeah, 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 man. What you guys doing? Play music. <laughs> hey, we're well, uh, going to play putt putt right quick. Iceman special putt putt session. They got, they got Top Golf around over there and stuff. Yeah, Gonzalez. Uh, who you guys are playing with? Corks and Loudness War at uh, Chelsea's Live. It's going to be dope. Love them both, man. And then uh, we're gearing up for our big show at the Joy Theater February 11th. I've seen yeah, that. that. That's pretty dope. Uh, and that'll kick off our winter tour. And we're, uh, we're doing about. I say about a little over twenty dates headed up all the way to Utah nice. and back down to uh, New Mexico and Texas. Have you played the carnival? Uh, carnival? Carnival? Carnivoid? Carnivoid? No, that's February eleventh. Right on, man. Yep, bro. That's uh, what next Friday? Next? No. February eleventh is next month. Next next Friday is January fourteenth. That'll be the Chelsea's live date. Okay. All right. I'm getting too far outside my box i was i was talking today about like oh you know being in the barrel is not so bad because at least you can see outside of it but you ain't gotta leave it you know the joy theater was built in 1947 on canal street in downtown new orleans louisiana yeah bro uh i'm gonna mess up this dude's last name you know his last name no let me see Right there. It's, it's Joy H O U C K. H O U C K? Hawk. Hook. Hook. No, Hawk. Hook. 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 It could be Hook, Hawk, or Hawk. Hook. I say Hook. Owner, after owner Joy Hawk. Oh, that's got to be. I'd say Hawk. That sounds cool. And it's spelled cool. So, uh. Y'all have done. This ain't y'all's first time being in there because y'all done a release uh, album release in there before, yeah, right? We did Doctor Dude's Masquerade Parade there, and this will yeah. be this will be the Circular Purple Circus. Uh, oh, uh-huh. we see we did Carnivoid during the pandemic. Um, we did it live, 
and that's when we did like chicken shit bingo and we had mike dylan and um valerie sassafras um and we all it was us and a bunch of homies in a warehouse all dressed in mardi gras gear and and uh circus outfits and and we live streamed it but now we're going to bring this to a, a larger theater and and give it the give it the party that it was supposed to and it's going to be crude excuse me crew devoid's first um mardi gras ball oh oh shit so it'll be hell yeah getting up for uh mardi gras and i've seen the uh i've seen the capacities at a thousand and two hundred people are y'all expecting that y'all expecting to sell all the way out we trying to sell it out bro sell it sell it all day man where you can so, buy tickets for that at um you can go to joy theater or um or you can go to Iceman Specials, uh any of our social media platforms and find tickets. But joytheater.com dot com has direct link to the tickets. I've seen uh I saw Steve Vai there. I've seen it wasn't Satriani, it was uh another guy. Uh, who was it? Not no, it wasn't Marty Freeman. I've been there twice. I know once was for Steve Vai. And it might have been Winery Dogs with uh, Richie Cotson and uh oh fuck i'm going blank here it's a nice place it's a beautiful beautiful fucking place to be mm-hmm. yeah it was amazing it was one of the greatest nights of my life hell yeah man i'm glad it should be we had the actual dr dude pinball machine on stage with us it was something special so what is what is the pinball machine about um so we kind of based our album somewhat off of off of this pinball machine because is it custom we came no no but it, uh, it was it was created in 1990 it's called a uh, dr dude dr dude and his excellent ray um but yeah you can look it up it's okay. cool i want to get one for this uh for this room y'all definitely need that man mm-hmm. that's like that's like super that official. Like, they're only like two thousand bucks but i don't have that super novelty yeah. On February seventh, nineteen forty seven, the Joy Theater opened at the cost of two hundred seventy five thousand dollars with seats for more than uh, one thousand two hundred and fifty patrons. Held as New Orleans newest and most modern film temple. The theater the theater was equipped with a crying room, a glass enclosed area behind the back row that enabled parents with young children to enjoy the show without disturbing the other patrons. That's the crying room? Yeah. Basically oh, like you could go that in church. You could go to the movie theater with your children and they know your children's gonna be fucked up and be loud and shit, but there's a glass <laughs> room you can go sit in and <laughs> enjoy the picture. <laughs> ah! <laughs> this is a good movie. That's very considerate of them. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Uh but you know, built by Odoo, jo- uh, Joy, and da 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 Joy Hot. Yeah. And then it was turned into what it is today. Oh, it was uh, flooded by Hurricane Katrina in 2005. Everything was. And then uh, in 2011, the Joy was purchased by NOLA Theater District LLC and reopened in December 2011. But now it's a, isn't it like a historical landmark too? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty dope that y'all get to play there again too, you know? Yeah, man. Yeah, it's a it's a honor and a privilege. Yeah, super proud of you guys as always. Like And then you're going all over the place to tour too. 
How many states? I want I want postcards. You gotta send me postcards for every state you go to. I, very, do, I, I do do that, man. Like just randomly, I give you my address. Just send me a random postcard. You mean name off the the cities? Yeah. Yeah, 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 dude. That'd be great. You say you're ending in Utah, right? Or starting in Utah? No, no, no. Uh, that's the furthest up top. Okay. Eden, Utah. Let's see. Come on now. <laughs> Come on now. Come on. Come on now. Come on. So, yeah. Uh, so, we'll start in New Orleans February 11th at the Joy. We'll do Tulsa, Tulsa, Oklahoma, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, Denver, Colorado, Steamboat, Colorado, Ogden, Utah, Eden, Utah, Telluride, Colorado, New Mexico, Dallas, Texas, and then we'll, we'll round back for Mom's Ball in New Orleans, February yeah, 26th. Man. So you going to wear a Dallas Cowboys jersey in Dallas, Texas? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded super confident <laughs> and proud. <laughs> Hold, I had to check out one of these dates. You said Steamboat Springs, Colorado? No, just Steamboat, Colorado. Is there a river? Uh, a steamboat is a city in the northern Colorado Yamp- Yampe Valley. Mm-hmm. It is home to, oh lord, I'm going to tear this up, uh, a <laughs> whole bunch of skiing places. <laughs> it has, oh man, y'all going up in the mountains. Yeah, bruh. Y'all always like, try to Getting go elevated. Through. Y'all always try oh. to go to Colorado, right? Yeah, we do a mountain tour every yeah. winter. 6,732 feet. Hey, when I was in Afghanistan, that was about that deep. So, so when I was scarred, meant I'm, <laughs> I'm just joking. Oh, what has been the furthest away from home you guys have played? California. California. Or uh, we've done like Maine. Like Maine? Yeah. Dang, dog. I didn't know that. Uh, almost to Rhode Island. That's fucking far, bro. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. How long was, how long was that run? Uh, it was probably like a two-week tour. So, I mean, cool. it's not... We never really go that far, just straight on. So, we always try to route the tours to just where like we just hit... Direct. No, just like, you know, drive two hours, drive, you know, three or four, hit a, hit a city, do a show, drive two or three hours, hit, do a show. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah that's, that's good planning. That's cool. yeah, definitely good planning. Sometimes we got to do long stints. We did um, t- um, Telluride, Colorado to Chicago one one. One night. Or no, no, no. To New Jersey. Tell you ride in New Jersey, I'm pretty sure. That's like across like six states. Yeah. It was, we drove oh, all the way overnight and played two shows the next day. We like, like got what? there and slept under the stage. Like what, ten hours? Eight hours? <laughs> something like that. Something ridiculous. Well, y'all take turns driving or something? Yeah. Is yeah. that a lot, though? <laughs> like, I mean... Yeah. I, I mean, like... It's I know it, it sounds like a lot, but like it's physically... Yeah, just do I it. mean, it's a lifestyle, bro, but we got a really comfy van, and, and uh, we got bench seats, so we take turns sleeping, and yeah, some of us like to drive more than others. I love to drive. Allison mm-hmm. hates to drive. I'll, I'll, I'll drive and, all day and all night, man. And it's like, we're we're going to do s- stuff that we love doing, so it's not it's not terrible. And you're seeing new places. And it's actually really, it's kind of grueling sometimes, because you go to a city that you like want to check out. You know, but you go, you pull up, you check into the hotel, unload your stuff, 
uh, go to the venue, do a sound check, probably eat because the venue is giving you free food, and then you go back to the hotel, take a shower, go to the venue. Then you go to the venue, do the show, and then you wake up the next day and you go to the next city. So you don't. Uh, sometimes you don't get to go do all the sightseeing. Yeah, you don't have time to like just check out what you want to. I yeah, it's kind of like the inside of a bar tour. <laughs> sometimes. Oh well, hey. Nice uh, other area <laughs> I've been in before. <laughs> nice dumpster out back. <laughs> it's cool though, bro. I'm, I'm, I don't want to come off like I'm complaining. No, it's man, like no. it's a whole lifestyle in itself. Yeah, but the know. road and the scenery on the road too. Yeah, is. and the and the people you meet, it's it's fun. It's like any any musician or any artist can pretty much appreciate that. Just like, just going to somewhere, presenting yourself, doing what you're what you're you know good at or whatever, and. And what we recently fell into is showing up to cities in the random states and people know who you are. That's always a good feeling. Even if it is. That's, 10, the, best, that's the best feeling, man. But of course, you're going to be recognized here at home. You're at home. They're going somewhere else. Like, hey. Exactly. You guys are fucking, you know, like any positive adjective they want to use, you know? I wonder if people recognize us. Like man, that's that podcast I listened to one time. Never, yeah, dude. Are you Joe from Third Coast? I recognize that voice anywhere. I used to think like, oh, I'll become a musician. All right, well, I'm not really hand-eye coordinated. I was never really that good at skateboarding. Maybe I'll just like metal sing. I'll just scream. Never got laid as being a metal singer, dude. Like, oh, that's the private. Oh, he's so hot. I just have to fuck him. Like, no, it never happened. Never had. Is sex. that what you anticipated to happen? Younger, yes, I, yes, definitely. Like, oh, that's uh, I'm, I'm gonna be a musician, gonna get pussy. No, never happened. <laughs> never happened. It's mostly just a bunch of old dudes that want to talk to you about your gear after the shows. <laughs> oh, do you, oh do you guys, you guys remind me of this this band or this band? Like, kind of pedal you got there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey man, like, <laughs> back in yeah. my day, it's always bros hanging out. Is bros, it really dude. like that? I used to have yeah, hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to have hair just like you. A lot of bros, dude. A lot of bros. Like, oh, dude. <laughs> yeah, gearheads. Lots yeah. of gear. Like, oh, <laughs> hey, at least they're bringing money. <laughs> hey, they're bringing money in no, conversation no, no. and perspective, man. Like, you know, I ain't you, knocking them. You learn a lot from people. Man. They're the ones that buy tickets, man. Yeah, I love it. But yeah, Kobe's right. The um, anticipation for the the opposite or the opposite attraction to be there uh, because you play music is is very disheartening in the for the first few years. Yeah, yeah. You think it's, it's gonna be it is it's there, gonna be Motley Crue, well, but got, it's more like uh, Bruce Springsteen, if you know what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, it's kind. You gotta earn your merits about it. You know what I'm saying? Whoa, whoa, you don't, only, don't, you tra- talk don't about trash it. Bruce Springsteen, <laughs> the not, legend, bro. the one and the only. <laughs> Bruce, Brucey Bruce, and you're over here trashing him? Oh, I don't Dude. know if we can even be friends anymore. I don't feel like you should like call him Brucey Bruce. So Van Morrison over Bruce Springsteen any day, dude. Any day. Brown Eyed Girl, yeah. Yeah, okay, Brown Eyed Girl. I could I could easily say, yeah, Brown Eyed Girl. One of the greatest songs of all time. And he's got a lot. He's Almost every song he writes his hits. The only reason why you say Brown Eyed Girl is because you've heard of it. But check out Van Morrison's discography. I'm sure Bruce got some good stuff too. But Van Morrison has got dude uh, into the Mystic. Uh, Charlie's telling you to get educated, boy. Yeah, bro. Van Morrison all day, all day. Jab, jab, jab. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to all the aspiring musicians out there. Hey, man, the uh, the Tetons will come. <laughs> 
whenever they appear. So hey, don't anticipate <laughs> don't anticipate it. You'll you'll hang out a whole lot and uh not hang out near as much if you get my drift. All right. This podcast is sponsored by thriving musicians. And musicians. if you give Joe Mar- uh, beads when he goes to Mardi Gras in New Orleans, he'll <laughs> show, show you. He'll I'm show, show you. The, hey, I can make I can make my titties bounce too. Oh, holy shit! Is that a good? Oh, yeah, he really can do that. I wish I could do that, like Terry Crews. Like, no, I, I mean I can. I mean I don't move my shoulders, but Joe just wakes up flexing every day. Look, it looks like two Saxon nickels. <laughs> <laughs> Moving up and down. I've never really personally seen two sacks of uh, one sack, much less two sacks of nickels. What do you? (laughs) Had to throw you for a loop a little bit. All right, no, we're looping. Oh, do you remember when looping was going down in Oakdale? Yeah, bro. Dude, how many times you guys looped? Back when you could get seven DWIs and. And just get a slap on the wrist. Yeah, yeah. Hey, what are y'all doing? Going in circles? Cool. All right, just keep doing that. That was cool, though, man. Yeah. I wish that was th- that was still a thing, but it's just they 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 try to bring it back, but it just it's that was that was really cool when they like made that Facebook. It was group. because it was packed. Yeah, so many people. It was fucking packed, dude. Everywhere. I'm, I'm on that group. But it's, at that point, there's so many civilians. Like, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? What they should have done though is what they they did. They kept trying to do it every weekend after that. When really they should just do an annual thing, you know, and like do it at that at uh, Mike and Nikki's restaurant. Like just have like a little festival right there and call it looping. It's like like and then do it every year. Oh, third, you third nobody wants weekend, to get behind that. Yeah, third weekend of every month. Fucking dude, we should we should start a loop. No, not that's the that's what was what I'm saying. They should do it one time a year. Oh, one annually. time, one big. Oh. Yeah, not instead of like instead let's of try one, to do it all the time. Yeah, because then nobody it's gonna get old. You I know? mean, the I, reason why it was so packed is because nobody had done it in forever, and they made it a thing. And then it when just did that got, die out? Uh, in the prices. 90s, no, in the 90s when they started giving a bunch of DU, DUIs, and well, people, I mean, a bunch of I people mean, like, moved out of. We, um, I'm talking about like even like when we were like what. 15 to I'm 18. telling you, bro, that's we when they started. We were still doing it. Well, they, what? Yeah, no, we were they, still doing it, but not as much because of the DWIs and how bad the cops are now. You uh, know, you can't just yeah, go drinking they, and driving like you used to. <laughs> <laughs> well, back in my day. I'm serious. I'm like sorry, I said, you could get about eight DWIs before before they even put you in jail, bro. Hey, what y'all doing? We just riding around in town. Like, all right, don't leave town. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> But it was cool. Everybody used to like pull up on the on the side and like and like party and then get back in the car and just make the loop. And it's like you can drink and drive because it's like switch cars. You're going like ten miles Park an hour. up at Jimbo's, best catfish restaurant. Well, that's uh, Mike and Mike and Nikki's. Nick, no Cheryl's. No Cheryl's. Who's her, Nikki? No, it's called Mike and Nikki's. Who's N- Nikki? Nikki is uh, Mike's, Mike's wife. Uh, Mike's wife. <laughs> I thought her name was Cheryl. Cheryl Fox. I think it's like reinvented as Nikki. I don't know, dude. You got him a new lady? No, it's the same lady. She was my boss at Pizza Hut. Yeah, that lady. Yeah, it's Miss Cheryl. Mm-mm. Maybe we're just on first name basis. Maybe Nikki's her, like your. Maybe it's like Nicole's her middle name or something. That's like her sexy name. Call me Nikki. Probably so. Call but it's. Uh, for, I apologize for those who know these. People. I mean, they're they're trying. I mean, it's nice because we did uh, my dad's birthday there, and they had a nice setup, and 
it's nice to see a business try around here to try to be professional and try to do something, you know? Yeah. Because everybody can pour their money into McDonald's and Popeyes and you shit. You know what I was, I was thinking about that Oakdale doesn't have that I kind of wish Burger Inn would have done is, is uh, have some outdoor seating. And there's not a single restaurant in Oakdale that has nope. outdoor seating. If they made a patio th- at any of those restaurant, uh, Mexican restaurants, it would crush, bro. The only place that has outdoor seating is Sonic. Yeah. But I mean, who the fuck is a shit about Sonic? See, I got in the topic with China. If someone would give me $10,000 right now, I would make them the most su- successful person in central Louisiana. Like 10 Gs, huh? Just ten, no, just that much. Huh? No, no. Listen to me. Come if on, I man. if I got ten G's, I would open up a simple food truck and I would operate from eleven o'clock at night to four in the morning, and I would make all the money in the food industry in Oakdale. The federal prison, plant. open open twenty four seven. The plant, Boise, yeah, twenty four seven. Wait, you'd have to go there though, huh? Huh? You'd yeah, have to go there. A lot of people do that down like. That's why I would have a food truck. Yeah, I would I would coordinate around times mm-hmm. and just make a little schedule. If I had just a little bit of money, I would make a killing. And then, say on nights I didn't go to Boise, Royal Martin, whatever, I just set up in a random fucking empty parking lot and be like, "Hey, like, say Mike, they own that restaurant, right? I got you a hundred dollars, Mike. If I can go set up my uh my food truck in your parking lot, he'll take it." And I would serve food. Open. I would serve food from eleven to four in the morning. Five hours. Five hours. And that's it. And I would make a killing because it'd be the only thing open and smoking hot at night in Somebody's Oakdale. Been doing that on the highway right there on Highway Ten by First Federal. Killing. Really. Killing. Mm-hmm. They've been having a couple of food trucks there. Well, that yeah. was that one uh, uh, canal. Canal had that truck, yeah. Right. Yeah, but the food industry is a tricky, uh, tricky monster in itself because you can make money, but you can also spend a lot of useless money too. See, I would like to do a food truck that's like part like Louisianian, Cajun, and Spanish, to where I'm making like a fucking burrito of jambalaya, red beans, and some Boy, queso. You're talking about Voodoo Mama. Hey, dude! Shout out them, dude! Big fucking. They got the good groceries over there. That's literally, you just described Voodoo Mama. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've for years, dude. Actually, I've made they a couple like times in my house. Boudin balls, crawfish, and then they do, and, and Jesse is Mexican, so he's like, he does a bunch of Tex-Mex type. Uh, Love Jesse, man. He's a, He's got a heart of gold, dude. Yeah, man. Hey, if y'all are ever out in uh, Corpus Christi, check out uh, Frijans out there. Uh, shout out Jeff and all you're doing out there. Started his own business in Texas, Louisiana Cat, and doing good. Uh, I got a uh, shout What's there out. thing I'll be food in Louisiana? I got a shout out for a food truck, dude. They, uh, yeah, I'm I'm starving, so we might have to... No, no, <laughs> we're, no, no we're about to move around. I got one more shout out. There's a food truck in uh, Alexandria that stays a lot at... Uh, Security Sporting Goods, and they go to uh, a couple bars. I forgot which bars they are, but they're mostly at Security Sporting Goods over in front of Target and beside the mall and stuff called uh, Gourmet Grilled Cheese. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be a little a little pricey for a little little grilled cheese sandwich and shit, but it's literally the perfect grilled cheese you yeah. ever had. They got those in New Orleans. 
Yeah. Called the big cheesy. I love I love the cheese. Anything with cheese. So, so there's bro. restaurants. You succeeded in making me <laughs> more hungry than I already was. So there's restaurants like with grilled cheese. cheese? Guy? You're a cheese guy? Who isn't a cheese guy, bro? Dude, a lot of people don't fuck with cheese, dude. Not a lot of people. You can't say a lot of people. Dude, a lot of people don't fuck with cheese, Some people. Dude. You can say some people. All right, some motherfuckers don't fuck with cheese. And fuck them for that. That language. Uh, I apologize. Some, Explicit. Some motherfuckers don't fuck with cheese. <laughs> so fuck them. <laughs> some I people digress. are lactose intolerant, bro. Uh, Allie's, ain't got no, the Allie, Allie's lactose and she eats the shit out of cheese, but she does poop a lot. However, I digress. Anyway, we yeah. should uh, end this before I get in trouble. <laughs> Talking about, you know, cheese poops. Well, shall we end the podcast with a little bit of words of wisdom? Words of wisdom. Who wants to go first? Oh, I can go first. Go ahead. I guess. Go uh, ahead, you asshole. Don't let past traumatizing relationships guide the future of your present relationship. Mm. By what I'm saying is, you're here. Just because just because someone else hurt you and did you wrong doesn't mean the person in your current situation that you're with now. Is going to do the same thing. So. That's it? Yeah, that's important. That's the importance <laughs> no, that's fucking, of forgiveness. No, that's fucking yeah. real. That's super real. And oh, I, yeah. I, I, I got a good takeaway from yeah. that, too. Got to learn the hard way sometimes. Because you can be stuck in a, like, a mindset where no matter what good someone can give you, you're more looking out as... You're looking for the bad to come. You know what I'm saying? Because you've been hurt in the past. And everything seemed like it was okay. And then now you're building like, hey, I know what's coming. But sometimes that ain't coming. And you need to accept what you have now and it's going to be good. And sometimes you can't accept that it's good because of your past trauma. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes you just need to let that go and let what needs to flow. And it'll be good, you know? You had rhymed a couple times in that whole little... Look at you. You freestyling. Yeah, dude. You fucking freestyling, dude. Don't ask me to repeat what I just said. <laughs> what about you, Koba? And like I said earlier, I encourage everybody to be their own better part of what's happening on this spherical form of dirt. Uh, I, I want the best for everyone. And what I'm trying to say is... Not like the whole, like, do unto others as you want to be treated. But, man, do good for yourself and want more for yourself because it feels good whenever you fucking succeed and you can be proud of yourself because who gives a shit if anybody's proud of you? As long as you're proud of your fucking self, you can go to the fucking moon and back. And I'm super proud. I'll say it openly. People ask me all the time, like, hey, man, how are you? My fucking top of the fucking world, dude. How the fuck are you? You know, like I'm fucking great. I hope you're good too. But I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm fucking good, dude. And I'm super happy about that, man. Like I'm, I'm, I'm okay. That was poetic. <laughs> like fuck you, I'm cool. But hey, also I love you. You know. <laughs> what about you, Chuck? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna throw out a um, a non money-making sponsorship and talk about these Nalgene containers and that everybody should get one. They're like 16 bucks and you can fill them up all day long and you should drink more water.
Everybody should drink more water. Lists, Everybody's walking around this mug dehydrated. It lists, uh, like, uh, I've seen the bottles to where they advertise, like, oh, like, hey, they're, they're kind of comedic about it. Like, okay, this one's your thirsty. This one's your art. Like, this one's mm -hmm. two o'clock. This one's four Yeah, those are too this big. One. These 32 ounces are, are, um, are perfect. They're perfect size, and they got this little hook. You can hang your finger on it and carry it around everywhere you go. And then, uh, you know, I've got, I've gotten used to not drinking water with ice. So it's like, this going to be just like with me all day and I, I enjoy drinking from it and, uh, it makes me feel better. I mean, the, the crew knows I love my brews. Yeah. But outside of brews. Yeah, I love beer too, man. Yeah. Outside of my brews, literally all I drink is water. Mm -hmm. Like today, for instance, uh, I had lunch with my foreman, his brother-in-law. I was like, hey, man, you want something to drink for lunch? I'm I like, bet you did have lunch with him. I fucking did, dude, because I work for him. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, which one's to drink? He's, you know, uh, other guys going to get drinks and stuff. I'm like, give me water. You know, matter of fact, there's a water in the back of the truck. Case been exposed. Still, like, though, this water still in the case. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, though. Like, it's these are just, these are, um like uh reusable too so yeah. good for them so you ain't tearing up the environment yeah, jacoby i mean I, I recycle man when i can when i can't yeah but these, you don't even away. have to recycle when you use these like you uh just keep using them but it's not tapped though right yeah i mean if you want you can i mean you can get uh you can get purified water you can buy purified water but with a bigger buy a bigger uh container and then just keep filling it through there and get one of those little I got but I drink tap water all the time, dude. It doesn't bother me. I got bitched at today for cleaning a open wound on my hand with the water I was using because it was out of a sink towards the sulfur in like Charles area. Mm. Well, they got those little um, uh, purito filters or whatever they call. Well, this red house did not. Yeah. And so I had I was cleaning that open cut there. Oh, nice. That's what, that's what I was gonna tell you about Joe. Put some dirt in that thing, bro. Fucking. What, who did you join? Fucking <laughs> Which bro? What cult? <laughs> yeah, this random cut brung up Carpenters, late at night what, on uh, your hand. Carpenters. He's a witch. Burner. <laughs> hey, I, I I am redheaded, so like we were treating you know with the uh, non-discretion. So yeah, you're a witch. Left-handers are witches. I tell Ellie that all the time. Like, bitch, you should be burnt. You know, all right, I'm hungry. <laughs> okay. So, for Third Coast Podcast, check us out on all streaming platforms. Facebook, Instagram, uh, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Cashbox. AOL. Wherever Third Coast <laughs> Podcast can be found. Just, just Google us. And it's, you'll fucking find it. Cause the black box in Australia. Yeah. Black, black, <laughs> dude, we're in the black box right now, dude. But, but for Third Coast Podcast, Joe, what it do? I'm Kobe. I'm Kobe, uh, a.k.a. Jacoby. You can follow me on, uh, actually, uh, that's another time for another time. Okay. Uh, oh, I'm Charlie Murray. Thank you guys yeah, very dude, much. We're, we're trying here. <laughs> the Third Coast Podcast and we're out Peace. Oh. <laughs>